Good evening and welcome to another exciting episode of Let's Talk. I am Andrea Collins-White, your moderator for the evening and Let's Talk co-host. Tonight's guest will inform you, equip you, encourage you, and inspire you to live your absolute best life as a single or married person. You are definitely in for a treat tonight, so sit back, enjoy, and be sure to post your comments. Also, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to Let's Talk 1943. That's Let's Talk 1943 on any and all social media platforms. Now, let's bring on tonight's platform guest. A native of Salisbury, North Carolina, this luxury resort spa director and licensed massage therapist has a dynamic testimony of how her life of being successfully single led her into marital bliss with the love of her life, Scott. She firmly attests that singleness is not a sentence of loneliness, but should result in a level of satisfaction in life. She maintains that regardless of whether you are single or married, happiness is a choice that begins within. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Jamie Bridges Pass. Let's talk. Let's talk. And now let's welcome your Let's Talk crew. Give a hearty welcome to New York native and Atlanta local Let's Talk co-host, Carla Morgan. Hello, everybody. Let's talk. Now everyone sit back, turn the volume on your televisions and devices up and prepare for another amazing evening of sharing, motivation, and uplifting conversation as we welcome Let's Talk host, Regina Smithwick. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another great episode of Let's Talk. Tonight's topic will be singleness. And boy, oh boy, we got a show for you. So let's talk. We're back. We're back. Thank you once again for joining us. Tonight we got a special, 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 special uh, uh, prayer this evening. So I'm going to, I usually do the prayer, but I'm going to um, give the floor to Andrea tonight to do the prayer. So sister, go ahead. Amen. Amen. So let's pray. Father, we come to you thanking you and blessing you for this day because this is the day that you have made. And God, we choose to rejoice and we choose to be glad in it. We thank you, Lord Father, for safety and protection all day long and for allowing us to come to this platform together, to fellowship together, Lord Father, to learn, Lord Father, and to grow together in your name. We thank you, God, for our platform guest, Lord Father, who will come and share of herself, Lord God, as she gives out to us. We pray, God, that 
that you will restore back to her all that she gives to us. We thank you, Lord God, for every person and every family, God, who is represented, who will be on the airways on tonight, Lord God, whether they're watching by Facebook or YouTube or by podcast, Lord Father, we thank you, God, for meeting them right where they are. We pray, God, that you would continue to bless Regina, Lord God, the visionary of Let's Talk. We pray, God, that you would continue, God, to strengthen her as she does so much for others. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We declare and decree there will be no confusion on this conversation tonight, that every person who will comment, Lord Father, will be uh, will leave tonight differently, Lord God, because of your spirit that will rest, rule, and abide in this broadcast. We count it all done in your name, and we give you glory. In Jesus, the Christ's name we pray. Amen. 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 Told you. Told you. So... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Uh, that is beautiful. So we're going to go ahead and just dive on into the singleness conversation. This is something I've been looking forward to. So let's just get into it. So I'm going to um, start with our guest, um, Jamie. Tell us what do singleness mean to you? Well, um, for me and my journey, singleness um like I said in the introduction, does not mean a sentence, but it really does mean wholeness. It means um, being able to do the work for you, um, being able to focus on you. Singleness doesn't mean loneliness. Singleness doesn't mean to be alone. It means to be one with yourself until... Um, Whatever your journey is in relationships or whatever, until it manifests, you have to be singular um, in your thinking, in your doing, and in your being. So to me, to be single really means to be whole, to have that whole relationship with God or whatever your higher being is, mine was God. So to totally focus on him, because when you find yourself in relationship with someone, there's someone else that you need to consider, right? And mm -hmm. so um, singleness means to be able to have that whole unified relationship mm -hmm. with yourself, with your God, and, and to just be. Great. Now, um, let's talk crew. Y'all want to chime in on your definition of singleness? Carla? <laughs> My definition of singleness is just being in a season of time right now where you're alone and you're discovering yourself, what your likes, your dislikes, and just taking care of yourself and figuring mm -hmm. out what you want for your life and your purpose, what your purpose is. To mm -hmm. me, that's what singleness is. It's just being mm -hmm. in a season of just development, self-care and self-awareness mm -hmm. and um, just focusing just on yourself until, you know, in, in making yourself 100 percent whole for that person if you want that in your life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's what I feel singleness is. Good point. Good point. Mm -hmm. That was that, that was good, both of you. I mean, and pretty much that's that's what I feel as well. You know, singleness in the Bible says that, I mean, it's it's a good thing to be single because when mm -hmm. you're married, you have to take care of the things of your spouse. But when mm -hmm. you're single, you can devote that time 
to um, taking care of the affairs of God. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So um, singleness, like Carla said, it's just it's a it's a, a season within your life where you're able to take care of yourself and, and to to, you know, to take care of the things of God as as you know, he's, you know, doing whatever it is that he wants to do in your life in preparation for that next that next season. And as mm -hmm. Carla said, I like the way she said it. If you desire that. Mm. That's a good point. We're going to definitely tap on that, too. And seeing that you talked about God in the single season, as I started to do my work and researching and, and reading, I noticed a lot of uh, scriptures in the Bible that state of singleness and how mm -hmm. important singleness is mm -hmm. to a person. And it doesn't match to society, you know, and that's where the confusion lies because you live in you live in the world, but you possibly not of the world when it comes to you know the the readings if you believe. Mm -hmm. And God states that I need you single because I need you to find your purpose through me, and I need to guide you. And when you get that strength up and your purpose, I'm able to align you with that person that has that purpose, so you can work together for the kingdom. And work towards me because now both of you understand it. So you both are going to make sure God comes first in this yeah. household. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So you have to do your singleness to be able to have that guidance and that, and that strength and that purpose. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us skip that because we are trained different to just go out there, get a boyfriend, get married, blah, blah, blah. We're not taught to say, hey, enjoy that time that you have with yourself. Because when you do get with your husband, like Andre said, you're going to have to cater to someone else. Plus you, well, God, you, him, it's a lot more that you have to deal with. Learn how to deal with me first, and then you'll be able to deal with other, you know, other situations. So um, you kind of wrapped it up, but do any of y'all have anything to say about that portion of it, of the godliness of the Bible and God? I would just expound on, again, what Carla said. It is a season of focus. Mm -hmm. um, because mm -hmm. our lives are, you know, so many different avenues and, and, you know, our attention is turned in so many different ways that when you are single, you have the opportunity to really focus on you, focus on your likes, your dislikes, what works, what doesn't work, negotiables, non-negotiables. So Regina, like you said, when you partner with someone, like you've worked all of those things out within yourself. And if he did the same thing that, you know, that's when you can really align with someone. So it's an opportunity to focus on you um, to prepare you to focus mm -hmm. on someone else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and then when you're talking about someone else, when you know your purpose, it kind of helps you be focused enough to know if that's the person, person you're supposed to be with, if that's someone else. Right. Because when you don't have that focus, you get distracted by things that, you know, is brought to you that's not supposed to be for you. Mm -hmm. You know, because mm -hmm. someone likes you and show you interest doesn't mean that that person is one for you. Yes. But and all attention is done. Yeah. All mm -hmm. attention is not good attention. And if you lack attention, then any attention that's given to you, um, you know, you'll grab onto it, right? Mm -hmm. But if you take the single time to focus mm -hmm. on you and your desires, then you know exactly what you want. You know, we talked um, 
earlier about we spend so much time getting ready for interviews, for jobs, we plan for vacations and mm-hmm. where you know we we get our planning down right, but we don't do the same thing for us, for our lives and for you know our potential mate. You know, mm-hmm. we don't we don't even put that much preparation into something that's so important in our lives. So until, um, you know, a lot of what we have already talked about is like doing the work on us until Mm -hmm. we do the work on us, you see somebody else's, you know, pictures or their journey and their journey is not your journey. And so in that singleness, you're able to find what your journey is, go down that path, do that work and prepare for your mate, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or just make yourself a better person, you know, just make your better make yourself a better person overall. It's like basically staying in your lane. And and believe it or not, it's really hard to stay in your lane because you get influenced on everything you see. And this world makes you so um so into everything else like the media social media tv shows reality shows all that stuff gets you thinking Mm -hmm. that's not how the world's supposed to work Mm -hmm. that's not that's entertainment it's not how it's supposed to work when you want a real true relationship with a a, with a spouse yeah it's so much deeper so much deeper that a lot of us don't have training in we don't we don't train like you said we don't put time in the training of being in a marriage and we do have one of my less talk crew that does this for a living with her and her husband they they talk to counsel couples when they get ready to make this and let them understand what comes with this you know it's not all about the wedding the marriage and all that that's cute but that's not what it is and four years later you're going to be in a, in a lawyer's office if you don't understand the process yeah. of what you're getting yourself into yeah. and you know we all want it not all to call me the point some people don't some people don't some people don't and yeah. that's another thing we're going to discuss because that's okay mm-hmm. and the society makes you feel it's not okay to not want to be in a relationship you may want to stay single you're happy as you what you are but we are trained and even between your families even the churches your your friends they say when you're going to get married? When you're going to do this? And then after you get married, when you're going to have kids? And after you have kids, when you're your kid going to have kids? You're going to have grandkids. Like it never ends. It gets a complete cycle of what and when all this stuff. Like this is what they trained us. But you yeah. got to have your own mindset and realize what is what is right for you and what's right with God. What did God tell you to do? Yeah. Right. And you have to fight off other people and tell them, look, that's not my path. Like you said, mm-hmm. stay focused. Absolutely. It's hard. It's hard. Absolutely. 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 And there's a scripture in Philippians where Paul said, whatever state I find myself in, you know, I've I've learned to be content. Yeah. So, you know, that's and that's a choice. Yeah, that is a choice. So, you know, like I said, just stay in your lane and be content where you are. Work on you. Do that work. You know, do your work for whatever that next season is, you know, whatever it could. It could be marriage or it could not be marriage but whatever that next season is let's do the work on you so that you will be the best you and whatever whatever's you know, on that next in that next chapter yeah, yeah exactly. i mean you made a you made a really good point to just be content um mm-hmm. so singleness and focus and self-awareness makes us look at self right and we don't want to look at ourselves 
And so if we really going to talk tonight, how many of us can even disrobe and look at our naked selves in the mirror, right? Mm. And so to when you're in that season of singleness and you have to jump into that work, that means you really have to unpack some things that have been mm -hmm. packed away. And, and a lot of people cannot handle that view of themselves because we put these images up, right? Before mm -hmm. the pandemic mask came, we wore masks, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever, whether it was sorority or church or work mm -hmm. or our social scene, um, mm -hmm. you know, we wore different masks then mm -hmm. right and so mm -hmm. we didn't have to really focus on ourselves and so that's something that we're just you know sometimes used to putting away and as women and as women of color you know we can really go through a lot of things in our lives that we're taught to either suppress not mm -hmm. talk to other people about um, mm -hmm. This is family business. Don't be telling everybody your business. And so it, we have this mindset that we have to deal with everything ourselves. Right. right. And mm -hmm. so then we don't really know how to face ourselves if we deal, if we have to deal with ourselves. So we pack ourselves away in the closet. Mm -hmm. And so it, it is finding that contentment. And I think when you find that contentment in yourself, everything else that God has for you will come, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm not saying, you know, that my journey has been easy and I have the answers to everything. Um, there were many people along the way that encouraged me. Um, there was some truths that I had to face about myself, mm -hmm. um, you know, things that I just had to be honest about that I wanted in life. One of them was I had to be honest that I did want to be married. You know, we talked mm -hmm. earlier about, um, you know, just kind of acclimating to um, our whoever we may be dating or whatever. And mm -hmm. it's like, oh, it's OK. You know, I just want a healthy relationship. But you really want, <laughs> you know, you really want more. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you have to be honest about what it is that you want. And then once you are honest about that, you know what to look for, you know what to seek, you know what to prepare yourself for. And so, um, but before you are content with someone else, you really have to be content in the state that you are in. And then there's, I feel like there's this light that shines mm -hmm. and emits and it'll attract whoever, whomever, mm -hmm needs to come into your life, whether it's professionally or personally, mm -hmm. that light will shine and attract those who need to be um, in your circle or in your mm -hmm. life. And that light will also detract those that can't handle the light, right? Mm -hmm. and, and they'll go away, right? And so that point and that season of contentment is, and finding that is so is so crucial and i think we see people's end result but we don't mm. know their journey we don't Absolutely. know their that's right yeah and that's very important you just said like the the ending always looks so sweet and some people endings is not what you think either mm -hmm. just because they with somebody doesn't mean they're happy and then a lot of times i'm gonna say for me i had that it seemed like to me when i was single before i did my work 
it seemed like everybody around me was in relationships. Like everybody was, it's like I was the only one not in a relationship. And then I felt was being, I was being punished or, you know, why I can't have nobody, you know, why this is not working out for me. But when I decided to do my work, stay in my lane and just focus on what I need to do, I realized when I was awakened, what people were in was not healthy. Yeah. Just because you yeah. in something doesn't mean it's healthy. Just because yeah. you have somebody there doesn't mean it's good. Yeah. I was just like, I realize now me being by myself is the best thing because I I, I I can work on me and I don't have to deal with all those distractions that you deal with on a daily basis just to be in a relationship with someone, just to have somebody say, I got a boyfriend. Right. You know, and I realized that my value is higher than that. Mm-hmm. So it just made everything open up for me. And I realized it's not what you think. It's like it's a lot of smoke and mirrors out there. And mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not what you think. Mm-hmm. And when I realized that, I just realized how blessed I was to be in my singleness. Yeah. I, I appreciate my singleness yeah. because a lot of people who are in things just because they're insecure and they can't think they could do it on their own. It's so much valuable time being wasted trying to hide behind this relationship saying mm-hmm. that. Because think about it. A lot of us women value ourselves based on our relationship. We feel that we are better than others if we have a man because they always look at you like, girl, you don't have a man or, you know, why you don't have a boyfriend? Let me hook you up with somebody like they feel that you're not happy by yourself. They mm-hmm. feel like they always got to put somebody on you because they like, how can you be happy without how? Because mm-hmm. they don't know how. So they feel that every woman wants somebody because they can't be happy without nobody. Mm-hmm. And that's where all this problem lies, because now you feel that something's wrong with you because I felt that way. Mm-hmm. But now I realize it's not what it. That's not what it is. No, Tina, and and you know that's 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 just a trick. That's a that's a lie from the enemy. You know to make mm-hmm. you know make people feel that way, because I mean think about it. There are lots of I love being married. Yes, and I was single for you know years. Mm-hmm. Um, I was married early, young, and then I got divorced, and then I was I intentionally was single for like eleven years. I would not date. I wouldn't. Because I didn't want my children. I didn't want my children to have someone in their life and then they not be there. You know, they not be a permanent fixture there. So Mm -hmm. I intentionally did not like, okay, I would go to dinner or whatever with somebody. I would not. It wouldn't. It was nothing serious that my children would need to know, you know, Mm -hmm. the person Mm -hmm. Um, that was a choice I made. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I got to know me. Right. I took myself on dates. I got to I learned to love myself. But um, until God, you know, brought into my life, my husband that I have now and I I love being married. Yes. But, you know, Regina, you were saying how, um, you know, you were being single before you started doing the work, how you were looking at, you know, everyone around you was married. That wasn't the case. It was just it appeared that way. That mm-hmm. everyone was married, you know, because you know you were in that in that place, you know, mm-hmm. where um, and, and it appeared that everyone was married. And, and quite honestly, I talked to married women who would prefer to be in your place. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you know, it's like people people were never satisfied. People who are slim want to be heavy, heavy want to be slim. Short curly hair want straight hair, straight hair want curly hair. Light skin want to be want to be dark in the sun. Dark skin want to be light skin. It's like we we're just we're never satisfied, you know. But so, Andrea, that's that point of contentment, though. Yes, right? that is that point of contentment, and we're always so restless 
for yeah. the next thing and we're mm. projecting for that next thing yeah. that we can't ever be okay with where we are. Absolutely. And then Regina, the, um, you, you made a point, you said, um, you know, you would look at everybody and they were dating and you were like, well, why can't I date? And you know, what's wrong with me? And, you know, and so, um, you know, I have this saying, and, and you and I talked about it when mm -hmm. we first talked about this show, is that when God is blessing your neighbor, you need mm -hmm. to celebrate that. Be happy Absolutely. for your That yeah. means is God is in your neighborhood. And yeah. if he's in your neighborhood, he's blessing <laughs> your neighbor, he's going to knock on your door in a few minutes, and your blessing will come. But we always look <laughs> There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you were good. You got called to throw at you. You're good. <laughs> I like people in your neighborhood. Yeah, he's in your neighborhood. And so, you know, he's going to come by your door sooner or later. And when he does, though, too, we got to be ready. So we too busy looking in our neighbor's window like, what's happening over there? And then we covet what they have. And then when God knocks on our door, we're not ready to receive what he's bringing to us, right? Mm. And so, so, again, that season of singleness is so important to prepare us. There were so many people that got married during my season of singleness. And let me just say, I got married at age 50, right? 50. People amen. were like, amen, sister. Yeah. Sure. And, and let me tell people that. Let me no tell you age. something. And all that happiness you see, yeah, that's real, right? <laughs> we, you know, and I'm not saying we're without um, um, any, any, you know, conflict or whatever, but we know how to work it out. Right. Mm -hmm. And so um, but but I never coveted anyone else's season when mm -hmm. and they Good. were selected by their mate. I Good. celebrated that. Yep. I went to the wedding and I wasn't going to the wedding to signify. I mm -hmm. was going to celebrate that love and get yeah. a little bit sprinkled on top of me. Right. What that, right. Right. So I have I have a contingency of friends that got married before me, and we call it we 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 giving prayers and pixie dust, right? Because love is contagious, right? And when you hang around people in that same spirit, some of that is bound to you know to rub off on you. Mm -hmm. And so you cannot, you cannot, you cannot covet someone's uh, situation and their mm -hmm. relationship, or you'll mm -hmm. never receive the prize that's for you because you're too busy mm -hmm. looking at somebody else. Mm -hmm. So I just want to make that point because yeah. we do yeah. that so many times. Mm -hmm. And um, I was fortunate to have a good mix of married and single friends. So I never experienced, um, that you know i'm not married yet i'm not married yet i'm not married yet but mm -hmm. um but i just celebrated i just celebrated their love and just you know took the lessons from my situations and their situations because they shared with me and they encouraged me and i think it was just so helpful to see and listen to the stories um to prepare myself for this season that i'm in now Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and you you hit it on the head when you said that 
if you're too busy looking out the window at somebody else, when Don come knock on the door, you ain't hear him knocking. You, you too busy in the room outside looking outside <laughs> on the other window. You like, well, she ain't on the Look, she ain't <laughs> and she keeps going. <laughs> yeah, just walk right past. Right past, um, right? Because you have blinders on them, focus. Yeah, right. exactly, exactly. So yeah. that's why, this is why I always, you know, my Let's Talk family, we always talk about, you know, doing your work, you know, because it's so important because it's a core of everything in your life, from work, from relationships, to love, to family. Everything mm-hmm. stems from doing your work because you got to know who you are for you to even ask for anything. You have to know who you are to even be able to um, put your your demands or your, not demands. I don't want to say how harsh, but put your your desires out there. You can't really say what you want if you don't know who you are. And so if you are saying stuff, if you don't know who you are, that's your false self. Right. So you're putting stuff out there. You're asking for it. You're getting what you asked for. And then you're not happy because it's not really who you are. Yes. That's the reason why that should give you enough to know that you need to do your work. Because if you ask for something and you're getting it and you're still not happy, then mm-hmm. you're, obviously something's going on with you that you don't know what you want. Mm-hmm. So that's very important to know that you need to do that and to celebrate other people's love because it's their season. That's right. Because when it's your season, you know, like I always tell people, it's like giving birth. When you give birth, you feel the pain, the labor, you go through all that stuff. As soon as you see the face of your child out the window, everything, you just, you forgot all about it. You still going through stuff and you don't even feel nothing no more when you see your child's face. That's how it is when you get married. You don't realize, like you go, oh, I'm getting married today. You forget about all that years and years of all that stuff that you you went through. Because mm-hmm. you, you're in your season and God designs it that way. So you don't have that on you no more. He took that burden mm-hmm. off your shoulders. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You could celebrate your season. Yes. Girl, <laughs> <laughs> Where's my tissue at? I need a tissue. <laughs> I'm about to throw a shoe at this camera. That's but that's true. That is so yeah. true. Because so when, you married, think, say, when you got married last year, did yeah. you like sit there for a moment and just sat there and kind of say, okay, I'm actually getting married today. Yeah. After everything, I'm getting yeah. married today. Honey, mm-hmm. I still say that. I still will look at him or we'll be downstairs looking at TV and we're like, you know what? We are married. Can you believe that? <laughs> like, we're married. I can't believe it, right? And if you, you know, mm-hmm. if you you knew our story and, and how it just happened. Give us a little synopsis. Give us a little, like, how that worked. What you doing your work and how that worked. So, so you know, I had another situationship, Right. That, I like that. Can I yeah. like that? That situation. Oh yeah, that's the that's the term. That's the yeah. term. Oh, yeah, that's the thing now. That's oh, I need to get out more often. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a, another situationship that mm-hmm. ended right, and so it threw me kind of in this tailspin. Um, and part of the tailspin was because. In that situationship, I wasn't honest with myself. Mm-hmm. There were things that occurred that I excused, and mm-hmm. I decided to continue in that relationship, right? Mm-hmm. So wow. then when that person ended it, I wasn't just mad at him, but I was mad at myself for not following my gut, you know, earlier on. But nonetheless, I made the decision to, to continue that relationship, and it ended 
um, at his doing, and it kind of threw me in a tailspin. And so I am not ashamed or afraid to tell anyone that part of my work included therapy, um, mm -hmm. because I just had to unpack some things. And I had to, um, I, I just was tired of feeling that feeling that I felt after um, a relationship or a situationship would end, mm -hmm. right? And so I said, I've got to do something different. I've got to figure out what this is. And so um, a good and trusted friend in Soror um, gave me a recommendation. And I went through a few months of therapy and discovered that it actually wasn't even about breaking up with that person. My thing was how to deal with loss. And then it took me back to when my father passed and that I had not even fully grieved that yet, right? Because so I just went kind of into the business of the funeral, making sure my mom was okay, you know, and me and my sisters kind of dealing with each other. And so I never really grieved that loss. And so that that situationship um, was just filling a void that I thought I needed, but I didn't. Um, and so I did the work, right? And then I got to a place where I was good. And so, you know, those of you who are in the sorority saw me moving and doing and, and everything. And um, and I went through this process where after a year um, on the anniversary that we broke up, I literally, you, you have to have some friends who are just as as good and crazy as you are, right? And support your crazy ideas. And so we had this emancipation weekend and we had t-shirts and everything. So I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of symbolic, right? So, you know, it's, it's, it's equivalent to when people tell you write things down in a letter and then burn it, right? Mm -hmm. So that's a symbol of release and, and letting things go. Well, this weekend that I shared with some of my friends, um, was really an emancipation of those things that had been mm. holding me back. Mm. And um, that happened in 2019. And then literally, <laughs> literally um, a month later, like I met Scott. And so we, he is, you know, part of Phi Beta Sigma fraternity. And so we are at our state meeting and we meet, we, we definitely have different versions of the story, but <laughs> right? <laughs> we had a version, right? But what we do know is that we met, we connected, we talked, um, we vibed and we've been talking ever since. And so from 2019 to, um, you know, and he went through his journey too, right? And so our two journeys brought us together in Charlotte, North Carolina mm -hmm. at the Zeta State, you know, leadership conference. And so you just, and I didn't go there. I've never gone to a Zeta meeting like, want to see what Sigma's there and da-da-da-da-da. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I just go and I just handle my business. And he saw me and he approached me. And I promise we've been talking ever since. And it's been the most wonderful journey. 
that we could have never scripted ourselves. And, mm. and the way that it happened, the way that it aligned, the timing of everything, you know, we even talked about um, even the timing of um, when it was laid upon his heart to propose, to talking to my mother, to how we moved it up to 2020, how we had a wedding, and then, you know, she passed away. Like mm. all of that, we could have never scripted. Mm. So when we say what God has put together, we talking about us, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm. so, you know, it's also um, when you find yourself in a situation, and I'm going to say this phrase, and it is pun intended, but this too shall pass, right? So anything that we find ourselves in, it will pass. So this too passed, right? And I found my past. <laughs> mm, I got you. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so if if he and I were not in the places that we both were in, right? Because mm-hmm. it's not just the woman doing the work, it's gotta be a man out there somewhere mm, preparing as well. Absolutely. We would not have even seen each other with the same eyes, right? Mm-hmm the mm-hmm. same site if we were in another place. If either one of mm-hmm. us were in any other place than we were in, we probably would not have seen each other. And we also talk about how we were in each other's orbit for years. Orbit, but mm-hmm. never never saw each other, but we know a lot of the same people, mm-hmm. but it wasn't time for us to meet. Absolutely. So, so when when people say it is about God's time, and that is so true, it mm-hmm. I, I'm a witness. It, it's so yeah. true. So it, it's just been an amazing journey, and you know, again, what God has put together, no man can put asunder. Yeah. And that is so true because, like you said, the alignment. Because he knew that he was doing his work, and you were doing your work. Yeah. And he had his hands on this from way, way back before you even thought about it. And he kept y'all in that same kind of circle. So when it was time to align, alignment was easy because y'all was in the same circle. He he's something else. He knows how to work that out. And you know, with with the show singleness. Okay. Um, you want to say something? Yeah, smile. Okay. When you when we talk about the singleness. It's it's a we just, the whole point of the show is we want to let you know first of all a it's a good thing mm-hmm. it's a good thing for us ladies out here you know there's ladies like us is in our fifties and you know I've been married before but you know of course I I do want to be remarried and I do claim I will be getting remarried one day yeah um, but at that time it's going to happen when it's supposed to happen it's going to happen when it's supposed to happen but there's a lot of us who have never been married that are in mm-hmm. our fifties. And it's just giving you hope to say it, it, it could happen. God knows when your time is. He knows yes. when you, you're ready. And if you're not ready, you're not going to be married. So mm-hmm. you got to trust that. You got to trust that. And like Jamie just said, she's 50. She got married at 50 years old. And, she, and it's okay. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Stop worrying what other people say about it. It's not, it's not on their time. They got married at 20. That's them. That's what happened. That's what their destiny was, not yours. Right. And God said single is not failure and your rejection is God protection. Yes. Okay. Yes. So yes. Rejection, when people reject you, I had to learn that because that was the stem of me getting all my help was because of a rejection from a guy. Yeah. A guy rejected me 
and and in in a not a pleasant way. And, and that started my tailspin mm -hmm. on getting my help because I knew that something was wrong if I let a man shift me, if I let him shift me to, to the point that I was at, something ain't right here. Why mm -hmm. am I letting somebody I barely know put me in this place? Yeah. yeah. You know, and that's when I knew that something was wrong and I needed to get my help. And then that's when I got my awakening and did my work because mm -hmm. of a male rejecting me. And yeah. I had to realize that was a blessing because obviously it was, you know, saying like oh, the rejection is great. It's great yeah. because it's his way of telling you, no, 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 not him. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Now, if you keep on pushing it, he's going to say, okay, go ahead. Like, like Cookie said earlier, okay, <laughs> go ahead. Uh -huh. See how that worked out for you. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Now you put in the same predicament again. You still ready? Are you okay? All right, go ahead. Yeah. And that's what he does because mm -hmm. he lets you learn your lessons, you know, yeah. and hopefully you'll finally listen to him. Yeah. You know? So can I expound on, um, cause you kind of segue into one of the topics that we talked about mm -hmm. and that's rejection. Mm -hmm. And, and so like, again, in my story, I knew that I should have made a decision way earlier than the decision was made. Right. Mm -hmm. But so many times we're looking for acceptance, in the mm -hmm. wrong places right mm -hmm. and so you know it's like you know like i was sharing with you in a separate conversation it's like we always want to be chosen and mm -hmm. like when we were kids and we want to be chosen for the kickball or the dodgeball team we don't ever want to be the last one chosen right mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. so there's something that we place um in being chosen we equate that with um, other people validating us. Mm -hmm. okay? When what we need to do in this season of singleness is choose ourselves mm -hmm. and choose the one that chose us first, right? And once we do that, we'll never be rejected by anybody else because we're the ones making the decision. We're right. not waiting for them to drop the hammer on us and right. decide if they're going to choose us, but we're making the decisions based on what we know about our mm -hmm. lives and what we're validating in our own lives. And when you empower yourself like that, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you just look at things just so much differently. But we sure hold do. on to, you know, situations or again, we suppress them until we're triggered by them again. Mm -hmm. And that's when you know you're not healed, mm -hmm. you know, because because mm -hmm. any situation can trigger a reaction from you or um, a bad emotional response from you. And so we have to find it within ourselves to validate ourselves and not let anybody else validate us yeah. for us. You know, you it's about how you react to it. Things are going to trigger you all yeah. the time. It's just how yeah. you react. Doesn't mean that um, necessarily yeah. that I mean that you're not healed. It's just yes. that you have. To know, it's a different way of reacting to it. Yes, and, and yes. Accordingly for your good versus you know things are going to trigger you all the time. Mm -hmm. so like like I, like I was saying that um, when I was watching that show on YouTube, mm -hmm. when a lady when she had discussed that she was rejected. Um, she the first thing she said was praise God. Because the first thing came out of her mouth, praise God, because I know there's a purpose and reason for this, and you're and you're protecting me. So that's the reaction that you need to get to towards Absolutely. when you get rejected is to say the first thing she should say mm -hmm. is praise God because you mm -hmm. understand the process. 
you understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. And it, that's where he asks you to do because that releases everything off of you. So you're right. not even stressing about it. You're not right. even worried about it because you know that something good going to come out of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the whole point. <laughs> you got to learn how to trust the process so of going through this. Yeah. So call See, a, mm-hmm, go ahead. I, I was just going to say um, um, earlier today, my husband and my mom and I were talking and what you were saying is your reaction. And, you know, feeling, you know, feeling that you were rejected. And then you said that, you know, the lady was saying, praise God, you know, when, Mm -hmm. when, when her relationship ended or whatever, we were talking about this earlier and, um, and what, 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 you know, came out of our conversation was instead of us, you know, not, I'm not going to say play the victim, but instead of us always looking at ourselves as the victim, Mm -hmm. instead of saying, well, they did this to me, our reaction should be, they did this for me. Mm-hmm. Because it's really, you know, it's it's if if the person left you, and it's clearing the path for the right one to come. Yes. You know what I mean? If the person, if, if it's something that happened on your job <laughs> that mm-hmm. you know they're not treating me yes. right, well, you know what? They're making me do this. They're making me do this. Guess what? Then they're they're building your resume. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. now you're developing a new skill set. You know what I mean? So instead of thinking of things of they're doing this to me, say they're doing this for me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, you know, whenever, whenever you're in a relationship and, and, you know, and it, and it goes awry or whatever, just say, okay, that's the, don't say, oh, he hurt me. He hurt me. He, okay. No, he did this for me. Mm-hmm. So it's all in perception is how you see it, you know? And what's the lesson in it? What's the lesson that I could be learning in this? Yeah. Right. Right. And, you know, sometimes things happen for a reason because you haven't learned mm-hmm. the, over and over again, because you haven't learned the lesson. So sometimes you, you have to keep, you know, learning the lesson. And when you do, you take that and you move on to the next and absolutely situation. And absolutely you apply it there. Absolutely, and you, can't be a, yeah, and you can't be a victim. Sometimes yeah. when something's happening, right. you're not right. a victim anymore. Right. You know, it is, you have to have a sit down talk with yourself and be like, you know what? What am I contributing to, into this? What lesson have I not learned? What I need to learn so mm-hmm. that going forward, this won't happen again. Uh, I'm not a victim anymore. I, you know, absolutely. the person didn't hook with me or trick me or reject me. Mm-hmm. I just went for the same, you know, okie doke mm-hmm. again, and I need mm-hmm. to <laughs> keep moving yeah. and learn, move. Yeah, on. like and, you said, learn the lesson once and for all, and and right. yeah. Yeah. Can good. I make that's can good. I make a point expounding sure. on that though? Because there's probably someone out here listening that's mm. going through something that just got through crying last night, right? Sure. And so what I want to say to them is it is okay to cry. It is okay to cry um or or um feel emotional about the loss of the potential of something, right? Mm. But Feel how you feel, right? Because I don't think any of us are saying, you know, I'm going to be strong and I'm just going to move on and I'm going to just, you know. No, there's a process through this. There okay. has, There's been many a times I've been in my journal. There's been many a times I've been on the phone with my girls. There's been many a times we've been in the circle with some wine and talking about it and crying and you know, but you have to get that out because that's cleansing, right? So if that's how you feel and that's how you respond, but um, one of you all made a a very key point, but don't stay victim to that. Mm -hmm. Feel how you feel and make the determination. You don't want anyone else to make you feel that way anymore. 
And then that's like the next step to the to the right one. Right. Mm -hmm. Because now Mm -hmm. you know what's negotiable, what's non-negotiable, what makes you happy and what makes you sad. Right. Right. I've saw something on Facebook that said a man should um, should should mess up your your lipstick and not your mascara. Right. He should kiss you more than he makes you cry. Right. Yeah. And so, so if your mascara is being messed up way too much, then you need to feel how you feel. Don't want to feel that way anymore. And then keep it moving. Right. That's and right. get that lesson and get that blessing and say, thank you, Lord, for the starts and the stops. You mm-hmm. moved that. Now, that's from a pastor. I get I get credit to my pastor for that one. But we want to <laughs> thank him for the starts and the stops because we mm-hmm. have no idea what God is blocking from us. And mm-hmm. we don't have to experience every level of pain that comes our way. Because he is our protector. But we've got to have faith. That word right behind Andrea. We've got to have faith that it goes beyond the way that we feel right now. For that moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If we just keep moving and pressing forward, we'll Mm -hmm. find what it is or it will find us. Yes. Mm -hmm. We will continue to prepare and Mm -hmm. it slash he will Mm -hmm. find us. Yes. I'm hearing a lot about this doing the work and, you know, you know, moving on and all this. Uh, what what do you think about being still and having some um, some semblance of balance? Like mm-hmm. what, what, what are your thoughts on being still and having a balanced life? That busyness, you know? Yes. So you have to find balance because a man will not be able to find and catch a moving target, right? And so mm-hmm. sometimes we take it to the extreme, talking about doing the work in our lives, and we fill our lives with busyness instead of handling our business, right? And some of our business sometimes is being single, setting aside, like coming in, from everything else that we are to everybody else, coming in by seven o'clock and being single with ourselves, whether it's meditation, journaling, enjoying dinner, reading a book, like whatever, talking to a friend and catching up and making connections that are healthy, right? Mm -hmm. And so we've got to find that balance. We want to keep busy and do, we want to handle our business, right? And do our work and still be effective in the other areas of our lives. But we won't, don't want to be so busy where we're moving so fast. Like he can't catch us. And so he sees <laughs> you there. And then you know what he's going to do? He's going to say, yeah, I'm good. She, she doesn't even have time for me because she's too busy, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a difference between handling your business and being involved in busyness and Mm -hmm. in all things in life you've got to find that balance because by no means am i saying that you know we just have to sit and wait and you know be in our homes and blah blah and wait for someone to come knocking on our door dialing our phone but i think if you get about your business in life your purpose 
your passions, just doing what makes you happy, somebody is watching you and you don't even know it. Mm. You don't even know it. And someone is watching you and trying to prepare himself on how to even approach this beautiful queen who is handling her business and, or he might be trying to handle his business, you know? And so um, don't be so much of a moving target that he can't catch you. Cause if you want to be caught, you got to be still just a little bit. Amen. There you go. Oh, Carla. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that, but that is so true because me and Carla was like, me and Carla face was like, yeah. We've always heard the opposite. Like, fill your life up with all these things, go on vacation, do this, get a hobby, do this, do that, do this. And you'll find that person will come into your life, and you're like, now you're saying no, that's too much. Sometimes somebody will see all of that and be like, oh, she don't have time for me, she got all this going on. So, so that yeah. make you look at your social media too. If you put in all the stuff, I'm here, I'm there, I'm over here, I'm doing this, I'm because do, yeah. like everybody be like, oh Virginia, you always doing all this stuff, and I'm like, yo, I've just been going for like one weekend of the month. But I guess <laughs> it looks like it. If you put it, you know, up there, like you always doing something. I'm like, no, not really. <laughs> but it, I guess it looks like yeah. I guess social media. I guess it, you know the eye of the beholder, like whoever sees it, they may perception. Think, yes. perception is reality. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I guess that's how it is. Carla, yes. go ahead and read some of the comments. We got some comments. Yes, we have a few from Carla Stain. Hello, Carla. My namesake, even though she's a little <laughs> She says, you have to grow, know, and love yourself and be comfortable with the true you before you can even think about being in a relationship with someone else. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good job. Good one. Good one. Um, she also says relationships are just supposed to support and complement your growth. That is true. Oh, that's so true. Mm -hmm. She also says, if you can't be okay with yourself when you're by yourself, you can't be yourself with anyone else. Taking the time to learn yourself is the only key to living a joyful life, whether you're single or not. Mm -hmm. So let me comment on that. Mm -hmm. um, because I would always say, if you don't enjoy being with yourself, how is somebody else going to enjoy, enjoy being you. with you? If you don't enjoy exactly. your own company, Nobody I, else will enjoy your company. And so I'm a master you, at that. Yeah, if you cannot stand to be with yourself, then don't be mad at that man if he didn't if he can't stand being with you, right? <laughs> so, again, it goes back to contentment. Be, mm -hmm. and, and whatever you are, whatever season you are in, mm -hmm. it's about being content. You know, we talked earlier about seasons, right? Mm -hmm. And so if we're in the fall season, we can't, in, we have to be present in fall. We have to enjoy the turning of the leaves, the leaves falling, mm -hmm. you know, the, the temperature is changing. And we can't enjoy fall if we're looking ahead at summer, right? Mm -hmm. And so, so enjoy the season you are in mm -hmm. and then you're present in the moment. And if you're present with yourself, you'll be present with someone else. Yeah. So That's true. Does, and, and then that, that actually zooms out. Like when you are present in your moment and you are accepting your singleness in your season, 
and you're 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 handling your business but not too busy uh, all that wraps up to a person that's content and happy with themselves and believe me he sees that mm -hmm. just like a person sees when you're insecure and have validation issues they target you because they need you to yeah. validate them is the same thing on the other side of the spectrum the good side when they see you doing all this stuff they go okay now that's somebody i can rock with because i see where we we are compatible because we both could complement each other and we could make something happen it happens on both ends of the spectrum you know people are going to gravitate to you for good or bad yes. so it's your job to make sure you're at that good point that you'll be able to bring attraction to the right people to come to you yes yeah it, that's all the work y'all that's the work you gotta learn yeah. how to do all that you at home doing your work because that yeah, takes right. time to learn new habits so sure. you never really talk to yourself or or journal or meditate or prayer or do anything youtube whatever you need to do to get motivation mm -hmm. if you haven't done it it takes time to learn mm -hmm. a new habit mm -hmm. that is something you got to do you can't do what everybody's doing it's going to take you to be sing singleness is sometimes singling you out to yourself meaning mm -hmm. that time with you mm -hmm. yeah at that time meaning literally with you yeah. yes yes and some people are not going to understand that a lot of people in your life because it's different you just gotta go ahead and do what you gotta do, and and God will take care of how that falls. If it's supposed yeah. to be there, they're gonna be there. If they not, they not. Let God figure mm -hmm. that part out. You just do what He told you to do, yeah. and that was steadfast mm -hmm. and focused. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, I'm sorry, Carla. Go ahead. I know there's a couple more. Uh, just one more. Um, Angela Child Kendrick says, "Thank you for this conversation." Oh. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much. Yes, absolutely. We have absolutely. one more, I think, Colin. Oh, it's oh, you do. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Linda Daniels Evans says, I'm not single, but getting great, getting some great tidbits I can apply to myself. Thank you. Oh, yeah, you can always work awesome. on yourself. You know, like I said, I've been married too. So you can always work on yourself when you're married. When you you're not dead, mm -hmm. as long as you're still mm -hmm. alive, you're still working on yourself. Right. You the same way. Yeah, because you still need to um, do this same work to be yes. present for your mate, right? Yes. You can't lose yourself in the relationship. You know, you That's still true. have to do work on you, right? right? To be all that you need to be for yourself and for him and for y'all, you know, together mm, as a unit. And so this this talk about singleness is not just being single, you know, like marital status, mm -hmm. but it is maintaining, you know, self-care um, so you can be present in the relationship that you're in. So whether that relationship is with the husband, a fiance, a boyfriend, or the relationship is with yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But see, but see, that's the thing too, because when you're in a relationship, and that's the okay, that this is where psh, psh, blow up mind blow thing going. So when you're in a relationship, that's the whole point. If you're with a person who's doing what you're doing, there's no that's everything's good because yeah. he understands and you understand what y'all doing. Yeah. It's when you're not equally yoked to the right person and mm. you're doing your work and continue to do your work, and he's like, What are you doing? Like, what's up? Like, you know. We're together. That's all we need is each other. No, wait, wait, wait. See, that's where you that you should start questioning right then. 
Something yeah. ain't right here because he doesn't understand that I still need to develop and grow in myself, even though I'm with you. I could do mm-hmm. both mm-hmm. because I was doing that before you, you know? Yeah. Um, that's when you need to start questioning. So, and that, those are the flags that a lot of us are not, we don't pay attention to. These flags, they be like, Colin been throwing them all night. They be coming right at you mm-hmm. and you go, mm-hmm. you just duck it and you keep it going keep because it going. you just, you don't want to be by yourself or you just like, look, I don't feel like starting over, you know what I'm saying? He's here and all this yeah. other stuff that we talk ourselves into yeah. and we deal with the headaches on a regular basis. Yeah. Yeah. Over and, over yeah. and, over again. and Regina also, I know you said it's like if you're with someone who's at the total opposite end of the spectrum than you and you don't have those things in common, you can also be with someone where you do have things in common, but because you're so busy doing this work and doing that work and doing the other work until you don't build the relationship. Because mm-hmm. he's busy doing his stuff, you're busy doing your stuff, and then at the end of the day, what do we have mm-hmm. for real? What do we have to talk about outside mm-hmm. of church or outside of sorority fraternity or outside of work or whatever it is? What do we have together? You know what I mean? Like a lot of times, um, um, husbands and wives when they have children, they put so much time into the children. You know, we go to their basketball, their soccer, their football, their drama, their tennis, their acting, their whatever it is that they're doing, all of that. And then when the children graduate, they're mm, like, now, yes. now what? I know for years I had, there were neighbors um, across the street from me that had two boys and seemingly everything was fine. But as soon as the second one son graduated from high school, he was gone. The father left, the husband left, you know, they divorced and they they held it together long enough for the two boys to graduate from high school. And Mm. then they they just dissolved because they were doing all this work, Mm. all of this moving, all of this, whatever. But and it looked as if they were a a cohesive unit. But Mm -hmm. in reality, they were not. So if you can be two people who enjoy the same things and get Mm -hmm. so ingrained in doing, doing, doing and don't build a foundation, then, you know, you're, you're just, it's just going to dissolve. It's, it's well, that's, 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 that's that busyness. That's yeah. not busyness, yeah. right? Yeah. That's not yeah. handling their business the and business. their business that they needed to handle was mm-hmm. how to connect, con- stay connected to each other, right? Absolutely. But they filled that space with busyness and mm-hmm. didn't focus on mm-hmm. what they needed to focus on. So right. then individually, they weren't content, right? And mm-hmm. so all yeah, of these good. buzzwords, right, that yep. were coming together, like you have to, um, you know, we share again on social media, but we are intentional and I even do my work schedule. Like I got engaged on a Friday. So Friday night is our date night. Okay. <laughs> my staff uh-huh. knows it. Like uh-huh. my family knows it. Everybody knows it that whether we do dinner and a movie here or whether we go out to an event or whatever, that Friday night is our night to come together. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not the only time we come together in the week, but it's the time that we focus on each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just feel like it just has made a difference. And it's funny when we don't have those Friday nights, we're like, you need to, you know, on the calendar, right? But you have to be intentional about each other. Absolutely. Yeah. And and just and, and so to bring it back to the singleness, you have to be intentional about yourself. 
It is all how you relate. Relationships are so cumbersome now because we don't take that, you know, that root word. We don't know how to relate mm -hmm. to ourselves or to each other. And so then we expect relationships mm -hmm. to work out, but we don't know how to relate. And so mm -hmm. we need to get back to the root of it all um, to make our relationships work. Yeah, ladies and, and gentlemen that are single, this is what we are we are saying. You have to know what you want and how you want your relationship to to how you want it to grow. And to do that, you need to know, hey, when I'm in a relationship, this is what I want. I want to sit down and talk about this, 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 and that. I want us to be able to have a date night on this night. I want us like you had to bring all that to the table, how because this is very important because that's what helps you grow continue to grow because a lot of people get married and they never talk about nothing nothing mm -hmm. i love you you love me mm -hmm. we're in love and we get married mm -hmm. nobody sits down and talk about the simplest things like um who's going to pay bills and how are we going to do this and how this is going to work it when we when we get in disagreements how should we handle those should right. we you know sit down write them out and we can sit at the table we have like a, a table we'll pick and we sit at it and i'll let you talk and i'll be quiet and i'll listen i'll take notes of what you're saying you like you need to have systems for everything, everything when you get in a marriage you need systems before when you're mm -hmm. dating you should start going to counseling when you're dating because you put me if you're officially dating to be married that means you're courting if you're mm -hmm. courting to be married you need to treat it as such you need to start going to a life therapist or counsel, whatever, when you're dating. So y'all can start really knowing who y'all are. And so all of this is going to be normalcy. When you get to that point, you're going to feel so comfortable in saying I do and yes, because you know that y'all both did the work together and y'all both mm -hmm. invested into mm -hmm. y'all relationship before you had a full relationship. Mm -hmm. See, lovers never do that. Right. We just assume because you like me, I like you, everything's going to work out. And like Jamie said at the beginning of the show, we put so much in our jobs. We do this for our job. We go to every training. We go to every seminar. We go to every webinar. We go to every conference, Every everything yeah. for our jobs. We don't go to no conferences for love and learning ourselves. We don't put no, no right. value in our self-help. Yes. We don't do none of that. But yes. yet we expect it to work. Right. You know, expect your yes. job to work without getting trained. So why would your relationship work without getting trained? Right. That, yeah. that that blows my mind because now I because I, I was one of those and I yeah. get it now. Yeah. I understand. I totally understand. So we're gonna get ready to close out in a minute, but I wanted to talk about a couple of things and then we're gonna do some comments and then we'll go to the um to the um spotlight. But one of the things up here that I want to touch on is God's list is better than yours. We love us miss our mark and miss our, our blessings because we got this list that we want to follow and we don't want to listen to God's list. God can have somebody totally different than what you're thinking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I want to tap that real quick before we um, move on. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, he knows what's best for us. We yeah. think we know. Yeah. You know, we may think we know what's best for us or what we need, but he knows exactly what we need. Yeah. He knows exactly what we need. So yes. his list, I think, is def yeah, it's definitely better than the list that we have because I mean, as we're we're people, you know, and we're going to we're going to go for what gratifies us, you know. What is mm -hmm. it that I like? What is it that I I think I need, you know? But God knows exactly 
uh, what we need, you know, and we, and like I said, we give these lists, he has to do this and he has to be this. Or, you know, it, even not, not just he, like even men, she has to look this way. She has to have this. She has yes. to be this. She has to whatever. And we're asking God for his best. But again, something I always ask, okay, you're asking God for his best, but are you his best? <laughs> So yes, I was about to jump in and say, so we're making a list about somebody else, but what does our list about ourselves look like? What does that list look like? Right. And so again, that goes back to doing the work for ourselves. Put a list together for yourself before you look at somebody else. And then when you put a list together about somebody else, you're limiting yourself. Well, God is like, I have this for you. You don't even know. But here you go, bringing it, you know, down to this one little list. Okay, if that's what you say you want, I'm going to give you that until you get out of my way and let me give you what I said I will give you, right? So we limit ourselves with this list. I think, you know, to, to, if you want to write something down, write characteristics of a good person, mm-hmm. you know, who think of even your girlfriends who have been in your lives for years. What is it about that girl, you know, that girlfriend, that sister friend, your sister, your family that keeps you interacting with them? And you mm-hmm. really want that same thing in a mate. Now, you don't want mm-hmm. your mate to be your best girlfriend. That's two different roles, right? Mm-hmm. But there are good general personality characteristics um, of people that you want in your life. And so, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to be 6'3", bald-headed, you know, goatee, six figures, drive this car, blah, blah, Because what if he drive the other car? But he mm-hmm. about to get... You, you know what I'm saying? So we limit ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we do. With that yeah. list. And yeah. we and, and a lot of it, and I'm going to put myself out there. So a lot of it that I had my list is, it was because I was wanted the list to make sure it looks good for everyone else. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I have to have, because when you're tall, you know, me and Cookie only talk to her. When you're tall... It's different because you feel insecure about dating someone shorter than you mm-hmm. because you feel like, okay, it doesn't look, it doesn't look right. Right. But it could be a man who's my height or even an inch shorter and be the best thing for me. Mm-hmm. But I would counsel that out just because I'm like, it doesn't look like you're shorter than me. How is that? I can't surprising? wear heels with you. I can't yeah. wear heels. See, I'm telling you, it's a tall girl thing. I'm telling you, it's a tall girl thing. And then you like, you know, but then I saw a lot of couples that I knew that they were tall and their husband was shorter than them. And they are amazingly happy. He's the yeah. greatest thing. He yeah. is so secure in himself Absolutely. and that relationship and mm-hmm. all of that. And that, you know, and I talked to one of them before and they said, you know what, you're going to end up throwing away somebody really good because you worry yeah. about what other people think about your relationship. And that's the problem. Yeah. And that's when the work is needed. When you realize it doesn't matter. I don't give a, a flying flip what I think about me as long as I'm happy. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That's yeah. all that matters. And this takes it across the, the national or a different race or whatever. Huh? If God, God's children, he don't see color. Yep. I'm sorry. He sees yep. that all his kids are all God's children. Yeah. And if he puts somebody in your path that somebody's different than what you are, 
You know what I'm saying? You got to be open because you don't know what God has for you. Mm -hmm. And that, that, that means not in your comfort zone. Yeah. It means that if you told him to do his job, you gave him free will to do his job. It mm -hmm. could come in a package that you never expected, but he could be the happiest you've ever been. True. But if you're worrying about everybody else, you're never going to be, you're never going to get there if you're worrying mm -hmm. about what everybody's telling you. Never. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's true. That's true. Amen. Yeah, so remember that when it comes to when something happens, because, you know, our girlfriend will tell you, like, girl, I need me a, I need me a so-and-so man, and I need, you know, okay, well, that's you. I know what God told me. Right, this wasn't for you. That's the whole point of this conversation. It has right. nothing to do with you. Yeah, that's what you would do, but that's not me. Yeah. And you got to stop worrying about what people say say to you because that's going to always mess you up at the mm -hmm. end. Absolutely, always. that's right. That's right. And so yeah. as we talking about this, one more thing, and then Colin, you could do the thing. Um, <laughs> one more thing, ladies and gentlemen, please stop worrying about these songs. These songs out here today get you all confused and wrapped up. I'm not going to mention names and stuff. We don't do this on the show. But there's certain songs out there that these ladies are telling you one thing about being independent and being single and grabbing bags and doing all this stuff. <laughs> they are home with husbands and kids. They are home yep. with husbands and kids. Yeah. And her Just name starts that. with a C. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. But they are home. Like, like, think about it, though. All the, and I know a lot of the older ones are not really, but a lot of these younger women are getting wrapped up into these songs and being bad mm -hmm. and all this stuff. And these people are home. When they go home, they 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 take off the wigs and all that, and they chilling with their husband and their kids at the house. Hello. So be careful what you believe in. Right. It's not about that, because that hardness and that not being a woman is going to keep you single forever. That's, mm -hmm. right. That's right. Exactly. Great point, Regina. <laughs> Look, you playing with them people. Right. They making money. They getting a check. Right. They out there to get a check to pay for that family at the house. So mm -hmm. you need you need you want a family, then you need to know what's real and what's not. Yeah. It's just it's just entertainment. It's just entertainment. right. And you know, can I, look, can I um I'll make a comment on that. Mm -hmm. Like you don't be so independent. To mm. the detriment of you being mm. able to be vulnerable, mm. right? People because part of, yeah, part of being in a relationship. But see, to be vulnerable with someone, you have to trust them. That trust has to be there. You have to trust that they have you, have your best interests at heart, will protect you know whatever it is. And then that allows you to be vulnerable. So, mm -hmm. you know, I actually still like, still feel like I'm independent, right? But I don't have to be so strong mm -hmm. and do everything like I did when I was single um, because I can release just a little bit, soften up just a little bit and be vulnerable because mm -hmm. I trust him to take care of that, right? Mm -hmm. And so we give away our heart so easily because we never gave our heart to ourselves, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So so again, I don't want the audience to think that the end result for everybody is marital bliss, right? Mm -hmm. It's just happiness, it's joy within yourself because it begins with you. Mm -hmm. And so, but we have to, you know, not be so strong mm -hmm. that we can't be soft. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You get it. 
That's one. That's a good point. Good. I like. Yes, yeah. Carla. Go ahead. We got a couple more since um last time. Absolutely. Uh, let's see where we leave off because it's a lot that came in after. Okay, uh, Carla. <laughs> uh, times in. She says, although you have a mate, you are still a single individual, and you are the only person you have total responsibility for. Mm-hmm. So yes, ma'am. Uh, Donna Passant says, being content in your singleness is not the same as not wanting to get married. Do you think people get that confused? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Y'all want to chime on that real quick? Yeah, I do. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, go ahead, Jamie. No, no, go ahead. Jamie, the guest, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, you have to know what it is that you want, that you desire in your life. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, I kind of explained earlier when I was in a relationship that I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I'll just be satisfied just being in a healthy relationship, right? When what I really desired in my life was to be joined with someone to go through life together, right? And so when, um, so in my singleness, I had to just be honest with that, honest about that, right? But it's not that I didn't want to get married. I, I then started um, recognizing that desire and that became a part of my prayer, okay? So I'm still single and I'm still content in my singleness and I was handling my business and things were happening for me professionally and things were happening personally in other areas, you know, in church and other areas. And, and it was in that singleness and my contentment of the season where I was that and and me still being honest about wanting and desiring to be married and to find mm-hmm. that life partner that I was able to just walk in my truth. So yeah, being single doesn't mean you don't want to be married. It just means you're content in being single until your season changes. Mm-hmm. And if that is your desire, make that a part of your prayer because I'm here to tell you prayer works. And we don't even have to have that sermon tonight. We just Mm -mm. gonna close the door, you know, (laughs) open the doors of the church because prayer works. It it really does. And so, um, yeah, you being single doesn't mean you don't desire to be married. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, just don't obsess on that, right? Because if you obsess on, you know, if you obsess on that winter season when you're in fall. You can't, you can't be content. You're not content. And mm-hmm. so you have to be present where you are, be content with what you have, just be and do and have the things God will have for you. And, and that if, if that is his desire and your desire and your mate's desire who is being prepared for you out there and you don't even know it, then it will all align. Mm-hmm. You just have to prepare yourself because I promise you when it happens, it happens fast. And if you're not ready, you don't even know how to enjoy the journey. You can't, you know, you will feel stressed like, oh, my God, all this stuff is happening. But this is what you prayed for, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You just have to be honest about what it is and, uh, you know, that you pray for and Mm -hmm. and. Yeah, I do think people get confused though. That was a long answer to you know a short question. I do think people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Tanya Robinson, she says, great info, needed to hear all of this. I'm glad that I tuned in. Hey, JP, thanks, ladies. Um, thank you, thank you. Yeah, we learned, like you learned. This has been a learning experience for me. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, absolutely. Melvina Beasley says, great discussion, ladies. I agree that when you are single, you do the work to discover who you are and what you want in a mate, but the work continues when God connects us with that person. Absolutely. Amen. That's my yes. sis. Hey, yes. Mel. Yes, yeah. that's true, Mel. Yes. Gina Bridges says, throw that list away. Amen. 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 I agree. In all cats. It's hard, yes. though. It's hard at first. Yes. I was like, yes. I'm going to throw it out. Ugh. But after you throw it out, it's okay. You, you get over yes. it. Yes. Throw that list Ron away. Nelson. She says, great conversation, inspiration, and insights from the panel tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank, you. thank you. Janine Graves says, yes, it is a tall, it's a tall girl thing. <laughs> yes, Janine, you know, girl, Janine talks, she understands a tall girl thing. That's something that really takes your mind, I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. And Carla Stain comes in and she says, as long as you know your worth, you won't need a list. If it's meant to be, it will happen organically. And that's true. And I want to chime in on that real quick. Mm -hmm. Stuff like in your relationship, uh, Jamie, when you said, that, you know, how you guys met and everything. Oh, and oh, Janine Graves says, love you. Love you <laughs> when, you know, how effortless everything happened, there was no work involved. Mm -hmm. It just came together the way it was supposed to. So mm -hmm. that's indicative also of a good, with the right person and you moving in the right direction with somebody. It also. is. And, and I'll say this, I had a list of sorts, right? And mm -hmm. and I'll share one thing that was on the list that, you, that we talked about earlier mm -hmm. is that I wanted someone to be so into me like I was into him. Right. I needed that reciprocity. Like those were the things on my list. Right. And so in those conversations, in those early conversations that me and my husband had when we didn't even know each other, like I felt like he just was like so interested in me and that's what made the conversation good he now i can talk with the best of them as we see we can talk right but our conversations were good back then and are still good because we listen to each other like it's not just me asking all the questions and he's just responding and and there's no interest in him in me and so when someone sees you like that, right, you realize what you never had before. Mm -hmm. And it's just so, so I can't even <laughs> describe it, but it's just so it, it, it will have you sitting and talking to someone till three and four in the morning. Right. There's nothing like being seen. There's nothing like being seen. Nothing like being seen. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that's, and that's beautiful because you're mm -hmm. both in sync with each other. So that that's makes right. it wonderful. Yes. What is, oh my goodness. Mm -mm -mm. I'm really praying, like uh, Cookie had did early in the show, praying that our audience is learning and taking apply some of this. And hopefully this will open up your, your life with the single thing because commercialization and the way the world makes single feel it's all about the dollar. 
just mm -hmm. remind yourself you got nothing to do with you it's about making money mm -hmm. and they can't make money like i always said on the first show on friendship rings that's not where the money's at mm -hmm. the money's at engagement rings and wedding bands and venues mm -hmm. and djs and flowers <laughs> all-inclusive honeymoons right <laughs> those are money makers so you really have to understand where you at and like look at your surroundings it's about making money and if they have to make money they don't care how you feel they're gonna push mm -hmm. it in your face they're gonna make you feel that you have to be this way because they need your money so yeah. it works it works think about it it really works because people rush and get married and do all this stuff because society's telling you that's where you need to be to be happy they wrote the prescription out and said to be happy you have to be married you have to have the big ring you have to have the big wedding you have to have all this because if you don't you're not going to have a good marriage because mm -hmm. we've been sending these commercials for years since she was a kid and I got you brainwashed to say this is how it's supposed to go. Mm -hmm. You so gotta pay attention to that. Mm -hmm. So commercialization makes a is a big part in why singleness looks bad. Yeah. yeah. It looks bad because of that. Yeah. Because nobody's gonna promote it because it doesn't make money. Yeah. But it's up to us to educate ourselves and to be enlightened and to be open and, and understand where we at and stand up like we are doing right now and saying, hey, this is how it's supposed to go. This is how God said this is supposed to go. This the world saying it this way, but God's telling you to do it this way. And this is why you you know you see things happen quietly with people like like this. It's not as big as you see on the reality shows and all this craziness going on, all these big weddings and all, because it's about money. Because they making money on that show. It's about money. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta be careful what we believe in. You really yeah. do. Absolutely. So Absolutely. I'm gonna go ahead to do our spotlight for this evening. So. Um, our spotlight today. <laughs> and there we go. Uh, so it's Rose, Mary, and Hemp. And uh, this product, this lady here, Adusa, her products are amazing. I actually have her product. I had her products before. She does shea butters, um, scrubs, um, anything that's natural. She makes it literally with her own hands. And her stuff makes your skin feel smooth. It makes it feel nice. It smells good. It's good for your body. It's good for your soul. She just puts a lot of love in her products. And so I would definitely say, um, please um, check her out. She does have a website and it should be scrolling on the screen. And if you're interested, please look at her website and look at her products that she do have. And she does ship out. So it is Rosemary and Hemp. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... Mm -hmm. Excellent. Right. Excellent. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I think that we'll do the mug giveaway first and then we will um, answer the last comments and we'll close out. So today I'm going to make it so easy, Carla, for you. So easy. So today's uh, mug giveaway, as you see, once again, let's talk mugs. All right. Pick out the 19th comment. Do we have 19? I think we do. 19th comment. Yeah. Okay. Let me go back. All right. Go all the way back to. <laughs> no, this is not easy, Regina. Is that <laughs> you lied. You said the. Oh, you said nineteenth. You said we mm -hmm. had nineteen comments, and it's like the nineteenth comment. Yeah. Whatever the nineteenth comment was, that's the person going to get the mug. Okay. All right. Go back. 
And the reason why I picked 19 is because this is our 19th episode. Hey. Almost at 20. Almost at 20. Mm-hmm. Something about that 1920, though. I, I know. They see how that wraps. Okay, Delta. I'm just gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, my Delta sister's always ready for us. She is always ready for us. She'd be like, okay, I see there's another date up here. Let me get my double some clothes so I can show this off tonight. And she's like, so she'd be like, okay. I'm just drink. I'm just sipping my water. Um, Gina, I don't see a 19th comment. You don't, we don't have 19 all together? No. Oh. <laughs> oh, shoot. Okay. Well, let's take yeah. number nine. Let's take number nine. Yeah, let's okay. do nine. Number <laughs> nine and number 10. <laughs> let's do number nine. Clearly, we have nine. Oh, yeah, we do. Okay. Oh, no. All right. Melvina. Melvina has won our Let's Talk mug. And so I will be seeing her soon, actually, because I'm having a book signing um, where she's located. And so I'll bring it to you. So I will bring her her mug. Thank you, Mel. I appreciate you watching. Yeah. So that would be easy delivery. I could take it right to her. So <laughs> thank you so much. Um, Always remember that we are on podcasts as well. We are on Anchor Podcasts and all six streams of your podcast. So you can see us on, I mean, hear us on Apple, Breaker, um, Anchor, Google. So when you're driving, riding in your house, you need to, you know, you could just put us on and listen to us. So you'll be able to catch up on all our latest episodes. So please watch us on that. Please subscribe to my R page, Let's Talk 1943 LLC. And you'll be able to catch up on all the episodes if you have not seen them. Please subscribe to it. That will really, really help us on YouTube if you do that. Um, our next topic, our next show topic, actually the 14th, we're going to be the best of Let's Talk on the 14th. So we are going to replay one of our best shows and you'll get the best of Let's Talk. And we'll be back live on the 21st. And that show is going to be a great show. It's going to be called, it's called Get Rich 101. And we have a gentleman that's going to really open our eyes to wealth and, and, and building. Yes. And about that money, that Rich 101 is really deep and it's really, um, it kind of teaches you about yourself as well. So please tune in for that. If you, you know, always wanted to know about how to handle your money, respecting your money, you know, a lot of us don't respect our money. Yeah, that's the key. You got to respect it. So, yeah, that was going to be a great show. So that's going to be on the 21st. So we'll um, call. I think we got a couple more comments and we'll go around the horn and we'll go ahead and close out. Um, OK, let's see. Janine Gray says good insight and understanding. Yay. Thank you. Um, Joanna Joe Joy Bridges says thank you for this show. I'm next. <laughs> <laughs> That's my sister too. <laughs> yeah, the bridge, that's the sisters. That's the sisters. Yeah, that's right. Welcome, welcome. Um, Melvina Beasley says, "Yay! Thank you for." You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. So let's go around the horn. I'll start with our guest, Jamie. You want to say anything to close out? I just want to say thank you, Regina. Thank you, Carla, and thank you, Andrea, and thank you, everybody who tuned in. Um, you know, this started, I think, with you reading a post on my mm -hmm. page, right? Mm -hmm. And I just tried to live um, 
a life that is transparent, you know, that celebrates love and um, and life. And so I just thank you for the opportunity um, to be a part of this platform. I think you guys are doing great things. I listened to a couple of the shows beforehand and you're doing a great thing. So I'm, I wish you much blessings, love and light on this journey in your season. And when it opens up for anybody, however, professionally, personally or whatever, I'll be available to come back and we'll talk about it then. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, for allowing me to share my story, my testimony, people encourage me. So anything that I can say to encourage anybody else through this season of singleness leading up to or not including marital bliss and anything in between, you know, is is my pleasure and, and a blessing. So thank you. You're welcome. Amen. Thank you. All right. Let's talk crew caller. Yes. Um, I just want to say I thank you so much for joining us and your insight was incredible. I, I learned a lot, you know, as far as, you know, things that I'm, you know, I'm doing a lot of what you say. But yeah, I do see that there's areas that I could switch up a little bit. So, you know, to get to where I need to be. I'm not necessarily sure if it's marriage at this stage in my life, but um, I've been married before. Um, hell of an experience. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, we won't go there. That's a whole nother show. So, you know, but it was an honor and a pleasure. And I can't wait to see you again. Thank you. Oh, so my much. goodness. Thank yes, thank absolutely. I, too, thank you so much for being a part of this tonight. And I've, I've got my notes over here and, and just really excited um, for you and your husband and, mm -hmm. and for Regina, for Carla, for all of our our viewers like i'm really excited for um for your next i really am i'm, I'm really really excited and just for you know all of our viewers just remember to always just pray it out stay it out love it out you know just and talk it out yeah. so you know whatever and and remember that verse whatever state you're in learn to be content yes, mm. yes. learn to be content in your state That's i would say that. i would definitely say that definitely definitely say that um, my um, final thoughts is, you know, always, you know, put yourself first, make sure you do your work. And I know do your work, it, it, it could be overwhelming because you don't know what to do to do your work. I would say the first thing is to be truthful to yourself. Mm -hmm. Write out what you think you are. Write out what you what you want. Write everything out. Talk to yourself in the mirror. Do something to start you off. And as you start yourself off, ask God to guide you. And when that happens, he'll put the right people in your life to help you figure this out. Yes. He will guide you. So yes. you got to start with him and then you'll do your part and then he will work everything out for you. You don't have to worry about trying to figure all this out by yourself. Just yes. release and let him handle. Um, and being single, enjoy it. There's a lot of benefits of being single. There's a lot of benefits of being married. 
-hmm. No one is better than nobody else. Mm -hmm. Everything has its goods and everything has its bad. So it's mm -hmm. not a situation that you're better than this person because you're not and you are. No, right. you're in your season of marriage and you're in season of singleness. And when you're in those seasons, there are a lot of benefits in both. That's why he's telling you, if you if you if you're a believer, look into the Bible. There's tons of passages that he will tell you singleness is the best season you ever could be in because that's when you're gonna learn who you are. Mm -hmm. So that would be my closing for tonight. So mm -hmm. thank you so much, everyone. This has been a wonderful show. This has been beautiful. This is gonna help out a lot of people, and there are even married people who are saying that this is helping them out as well because you still got to know who you are in your marriage. So this is great. So until next time, do not forget to invite a friend until we meet again and then be ready to let's talk. So I will say good night to everyone and everybody have a good evening. Good night. Bye.